This episode of According to Flint is brought to you by the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation, who is proud to bring the Western lifestyle and outdoor enthusiasts together for conservation projects, enhancing elk habitat, and ensuring the future of America's hunting heritage. Visit rmef.org for more information. Thanks for listening, and enjoy this episode of According to Flint. Welcome to According to Flint, the innovative podcast reaching beyond the Western demographic with stories, humor, and interviews. Now, here's your host, Flint Rasmussen. Well, welcome to episode 35 of According to Flint, and nothing says... 35th episode it's the (laughs) 35th episode is the brother episode welcoming to the big show how many times nominated announcer of the four time four time nomination for announcer of the year more importantly morning show host at ksra in salmon idaho the the center of the the world i got the wpra announced that and that was yes the women's professional rodeo association not to brag but announcer of the year will rap brother will yeah i so we've talked i told you this before we have talked we have a whiteboard with everyone we oh, want on the show. Wish list. The, the wish list. Yeah, You've yeah. been on the board, but I kept, hey, should we get Will? And I said, I'm not wasting oh. a Zoom call. We got to do this in person because everything's better in person. Yeah, plus, you know, plus, plus you're here. Yeah, yeah, plus I got to Billings. Yeah, yeah. As, we, yeah. as we do this, as we're sitting here filming this in town for the big. It's the 26th-ish Chase Hawks Memorial Rough Stock Rodeo. Uh, Not to get too much detail, but a a great tradition of always the week after the NFR, the three Rough Stock events. Um, And as we're doing this, it feels like Chase Hawks. For everybody (laughs) watching, it's about nine degrees right now. (laughs) But... That is, uh, you come off the NFR, they get a lot of the NFR guys, right. gives you an opportunity to to have any time we have work in December in this yeah. business. Is oh. good. This is a great event, though. It's a, you know, and I think it kind of, it started with a, just a, a dream. That, yeah. uh, I was talking to our friend Rick Haynes uh, back home in Salmon, Idaho. Right. was at the very first meeting for Chase Hawks. And it was supposed to start out as a kid rodeo, and Scott. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't either. And Scott to share because Chase was Chase six was, years old, yeah. and I thought a kid. Then all of a sudden, it evolved to, uh, you know, uh, the what it, it the first year was tremendous, yeah. and and so it just kept evolving over the last twenty five or twenty six years. But he said he. In that meeting, when Scott Shasherick says, nope, we're going to invite NFR livestock and NFR cowboys, and Rick Haynes leaned over to a guy, and he said, boy, we this isn't going to work. Boy, was I wrong. I don't know. Boy, was I wrong. It's funny. It's a a real, when you look at the bigger picture, to me, it's an indicator of what kind of the rodeo world can do when it's given a good direction to go. Who, who the hell wants to come get on another bareback horse after yeah. 10 at the NFR? Quite a few guys. Yeah. Who, when it's six degrees outside, you've just watched 10 days of the NFR, 
people have said to me, do they get a crowd there? Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. Do. It's, uh, I, I went to the first, I knew Chase Hawks. Right. You know, yep. I remember that day. Yeah, I, know. I was in White Sulphur Springs with his with brother Justin. Justin, and God, he was the thing about Chase. This whole thing, and then we'll we can move on. But he was an ornery little shit. There was he? he was, oh my God, <laughs> he'd moon you. They had a dirt pile up at their place, and he'd moon you. We'd go shoot prairie dogs. Oh yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's a well, good. It, what a cause, and it's done a lot of people a lot of good, and it's always fun to be here. You did yeah. the first one, so did I, and and I've been here ever since and yeah it's it's it is an honor to get picked again to come oh yeah this and like you said it's work in december and fresh off the nfr and so and i think it's i think as i look back it kind of started the rough stock rodeo i that was a i remember there was the three rough stock events and a freestyle bullfight yeah I remember, ah. I, I remember that because I hated him. Yeah, <laughs> I was you in, in the, the barrel. barrel. Yeah. But yeah, that there was now, it's sort of like we have discussions about doing PBRs, that we have to do something different to attract the people. You know, when bull riders only in PBR first started, there wasn't a standalone bull riding on every corner. Right. Like there is now a bullorama. And now they're everywhere. Right. Chase Ox, same way. There was the having just a rodeo with the three rough stock events was a little unheard of. Yes. Then. Yeah. And they they made it all work. And now it's it, the, this year for the first year, it's sanctioned and they have uh, added money that's yeah. really good. So it's yeah. pretty well, good. Well, and it's nice of you to donate all your time for I charity. Did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, a little, a little bit. <laughs> you know what? We did the first couple of years. Forever. Yeah. We did. Yeah. And that's. Yeah. That's yeah. Anyway, um, you know, I said I didn't want to waste. We need to sit like this and visit because I think there's you and I, when we get rolling, mm-hmm. whether it's in the truck, yeah. driving across from Shoto to wherever, there it, it's, it needs to be like this. Yeah. And we've talked a lot. Uh, you know, I get, do you and Will work together anymore? And we don't. No. get to anymore no. you're at rodeo and i'm with pbr and i but miss it yeah I yeah miss it. but um i have a lot of people come to me and say i want to do what you do how do how do you ever get started i do q a's with bullfighters and bull riders what made you want to decide to be a cowboy the unique thing about our sport and the part that scares me if the chain ever breaks it's so unique in how it's passed on to the next generation. I, the majority of us in the rodeo business, it came from up here. Yeah. And it scares me that that if we don't pass it on, yeah, it'll stop. Yeah. But we our summers, it's all we did. It's all we did. Well, since you were since we were kids in yeah. grade school, before you were even in school, you yeah. know, and we went with mom and dad and in the mini Winnie, you know, <laughs> and the red pickup and the camper, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. on our way to Gallup, New Mexico uh, and yeah. all that stuff. And, 
And I, maybe you the same way. People say, did you always want to be a guy? Nah. Mm, I loved football, basketball, uh, track, and baseball. And you, you were the same way. We loved it. And now Pete was a roper and a good one and a steer wrestler. So you could see him. Yeah, the other brother, Pete, yeah. he was the cowboy. Yeah. And we just went. Yeah, we just went. And I don't know. And it's funny the path that you're led down. And then I went to college and was going to school at Montana State, and I always wanted to be a DJ, you know, a, a on-air guy. So when I was going to school, I was a DJ, and all of a sudden, Dad booked two rodeos one weekend and had me go to Gardner, Gardner. Montana, Upper Yellowstone <laughs> Stampede. Yeah, for Yellow. and it, it, what a rock pile. It was. Oh, my God. No announcer stand. Did you announce from the flatbed? flatbed? And it yeah. snowed. Of course it did, because it, it was June. Yeah, this is yeah. Father's Day. Yeah, it was Father's Day. But that was the deal, because yeah. dad was announcing, what would no, he? No, he was in charge of the District 3 High School Rodeo in Shoto, oh, Montana, that's right. and he, he couldn't leave, so he sent me, and Tootie, she typed up all the, you know, this is what dad says, and that yeah. sort of thing, and that's good. That, that, yeah. that was, and, and still you didn't have any, I didn't have any aspirations of doing it, but we always kind of wanted to be, or... Me, I don't know about you, kind of thought, well, I can do that. I I like entertaining because we play. I always wanted to be a singer-songwriter guy. Yeah, me too, guy, yeah. Singer-songwriter guy. We, had a, but, we didn't, uh, the, the rodeo thing wasn't our bug, but we had a bug of yeah. crowds and performing. Right. And right. I always say that was our avenue. Yeah, and, and yeah, that's right. And, yeah. and it's still... Maybe, well, I can't say rodeo isn't the bug, but it's the vehicle by which we the, the, feed our ego. It's exactly you know? right. That's, That's exactly right. right. So. Um, uh, and it did the same thing. The radio station did the same thing for me. What, what are you doing in, at, at the radio station? Well, I had, first of all, had to do something. Yeah. And and that, that was just perfect. And those people that owned the station, they let me go. KXXL. KXXL, that's where, I was, that's, country, yeah. that's where I was working when dad called me to yeah. go do Gardner. Now, you know, and I hadn't, how long has it been since you did radio? Oh, 1984. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what, do, uh, before I forget, you, you made me think of something that we never had aspirations to be where we are. Because look what it's given us okay. or how we've earned it, whatever. I'm so glad somebody else is in charge that took us to a place that yeah. we like. Um, I think there was a benefit to not having big aspirations. Because when I started, I was doing rodeos late 80s, early 90s in Montana when we worked together. And we just kept going to NRA rodeos in Montana. Yeah. What I see now is there's kids out there, announcers, clowns. I want to do what you're doing. Okay, I did a year of little open rodeos out in the country. I want to go to the PR. I, I want to. Okay, I'm ready. I want to go to the PRCA. I want to do. I, I want to do what you're doing. Well, hell yeah, you want to do what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm in Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Yeah. So I think with us, we didn't have. Neither of us thought we'd ever come close to being at the NFR anything right don't you think that made us more yep. patient in the meantime we mastered our craft right. if you were, kind yeah. of yeah that is so key because i get the same thing i yeah. get the same thing how, how, what's the best way to become an announcer and all you have to 
first of all, you can't be afraid of a microphone. You gotta, you know, and I always say anybody can do stats. Yeah. But it's the in-between, it's the flag presentation, it's a prayer, it's the in-between events, it's the work in the specialty act, it's the clown act. But it's, we spent, if you, at Gardner, Montana, the first year I mm-hmm. did that, that was 1981. That was 1981. And I know people are thinking, well, yeah. he should be better. You're, you're 89 <laughs> years old. <laughs> he should be better. And, and. But we bought our PRCA card the same time. 1994. 1994, and I'll never forget it. And the reason was, for both of us, we wanted to give ourselves the opportunity to maybe do bigger, better rodeos. Yeah, getting calls. We were getting Getting, phone calls. And, yeah, and it took, that's what, you know, when, not to get into the COVID thing, but, you know, all of a sudden, after 30 years of getting where you wanted to be, and all of a sudden, you were looking for a job, and you yeah. call an employer and say, "Hey, I want to come to work for you. I'll do my best, and I'll do a great job for you. But if rodeos come back, I I need I to need leave. to go back. Uh, yeah. No, sorry, and I don't blame them. You, yeah. you, you know, but uh, it, it took thirty years, and we're still trying to get better. Yeah, you know, uh, we you always have to be trying to hone your craft. <sighs> the biggest downfall, you and I have talked about, is guys who don't believe they need to get any better right that's yeah. a it doesn't matter what you're doing it doesn't matter mm, if you're a basketball player or a football player or a 4-H yeah. later or a rodeo clown or if if uh, you can't take constructive criticism or don't try to get better every performance then you know yeah it, it's just uh I think there is a difference in... Uh, now, listen, I by no means saying that a rodeo fan can't pursue a dream in the rodeo business. That's I'm emphasizing right. a little bit of advantage we oh, had. Yeah, but it took us, still took we, a long time. We did not learn rodeo from that side. That's we right. didn't learn it from the covered grandstands, watching it from the audience, watching the stage. We learned it from backstage... What did they say? Saw how the sausage was made. That's right. You know, our mom always said we grew up on the steps of an announcer stand. Yeah. And I remember sitting about two steps down. Yeah. And I'd sit just like that and I'd watch. Yeah. And to this day, I can watch a, you know, I'll, I'll have uh, bosses, PBR bosses say, hey, uh, hey, cut this off. He's taking his rap. Yeah, I know. I've been doing this. I, I can watch a guy and know exactly how long that's, he's going to be. Right. And that's, you too. Yeah. And yeah. that's an advantage. We didn't have to learn that. Mm-hmm. We started at a different point, yeah. I think. A, a different place. We watched the, the production from, yeah. of the play from backstage. And, you know, we got in on watching dad do his homework and meeting with the stock contractor, the committee, and we knew all the behind the scenes stuff that yeah. your day doesn't start at seven o'clock with the performance. It starts at eight o'clock what? that morning. What? Oh, I know. It's an easy job. Two yeah. and a half hours a day. Here's what, here's what I tell people. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Here's what I tell people. Every, I don't care if you're an accountant, a lawyer, you know, a, a Walmart greeter, everybody's job looks easier from the outside than it really is. And, you know, we, we have no idea, you know, a teacher yeah. prepares yeah. on a Sunday afternoon, you know, for the week yeah. that's coming. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, 
if a performance lasts two and a half hours, I probably put in five hours that day. Yeah, and you, you may know. use a half hour of what you prepared, right. but you still got to do it. Yeah, yeah. I had, a, I had a conversation with Butch Knowles on my podcast this week, and, you know, we talked about the preparation and, and all that, and you would rather have too much than not enough. Because... Uh, you get evaluated every minute of your job. Oh man, every word you utter is—it's—it's it's, more it's, today. Yes, every single word. And and you know what? Some people, some people, never miss a chance to be outraged, and that's part of the problem with America. And, yeah, and, and that's and, a that could that's a whole yeah. another show. But right. it—you can say something and. A person isn't offended, but they're offended because they think that person's going to be offended. You said that and that person's going to be offended. Yeah, but they're not. Yeah, but still. Yeah, still they should be. They should be offended because it's it's a harder world. There's, There's less. Now, we have prided ourselves of not talking politics. They can get that crap at home. Right. Not treading into those areas. Right. As much pride as I've taken for 25 years, it still happens. Yeah. It's amazing how people mishear things, misinterpret things. Yeah. I didn't say that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I I used to be quick to apologize and say, oh, I, I've given up. I'm yeah. at a point that I say, you know what? I did not say what you're saying. I didn't mean anything by it. Come on. Yeah. And it's almost done me more good. Right. But yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I, I find myself apologizing. I said something on the radio the other day that offended a few people, and they they messaged me and said, "Will, don't divide our little town with your politics and all this." And and I said, "You, my message was, you're right, I'm wrong. I'll do better. Thanks for listening." Yeah. And then the barrage of message started of of her whipping her politics on me and I just let it be. There was no win in there. Yeah. (laughs) Well, like we always say, you know what happens when somebody gets offended? Nothing. 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 (laughs) Nothing. Uh, Also, I, I don't know. I like to talk about things that have done us good. Good. We talked about, I get asked all the time, how'd you get into this? And it's the worst. I just dread the question. Uh, on an airplane how'd you ever get into that can we yeah how many times a little deeper, you know deeper please yeah um but the other sport thing we played other sport well, that was our passion football basketball track mm-hmm. love baseball too yep yep and i just think that's a healthy thing mm-hmm. i know in the rodeo contestant world if i know a guy was a state champion wrestler and he's in the bareback riding or the bull riding, I give an edge to him because yeah. he knows how to win. He's got references to other things. In our, what we do, publicly speaking about it, entertaining, I think having that references to other sports helps us in navigating the direction rodeo goes. Yeah, Where people say, we're a pro sport too. And you say, hold on. There's some references that are healthy there yeah. that benefit us, I yeah. think. Well, you, you talk about that. It, it, it just 
widens your scope. Jake Barnes, seven-time world champion team, a great basketball player. Brody Cress just uh, won the average at the Bronx Grind, three-time Wyoming State High School champion. Marvin Garrett, how many world titles did he win in the bareback riding? Great wrestler. Um, it, those, you yeah, can go uh, on and on. Such and such calf rover played tight end at whatever. Yeah. There's just an edge of competitiveness there. Mm-hmm. And on the other hand, here's... This probably won't be real popular, but I hear all the time, rodeo athletes should make the same as hmm. other pro athletes. It's more dangerous. Hmm. You know, bull riders. Well, just because you choose something yeah. more dangerous, it doesn't mean you're going to make more. It, we also have the reference of other pro sports. The reason pro f- baseball player, football players make millions is because of demand and TV deals. Right. It, that's that's the way that's it, it is. Yeah, TV TV, you see what's going on in the NFL. All of a sudden, there's all these, uh, you know, all these positive cases, and boy, they should uh, cancel the game. Nope, no we way. We don't care who plays. We don't care who plays. You throw them out there. It's got to be on TV, two o'clock Mountain Time, Sunday right. afternoon, so we get our money, and yeah. that's just, and billions. Yeah, billions. And that's where money. That uh, that's the demand. Baseball players. Mm-hmm. It's on every single yep. day. Yep. The World Series is, we all watch, I watch the World Series. Mm -hmm. And so that, I always use that. Uh, Cowboys play hurt, they're way tougher. Cowboys play hurt because it's a necessity. Yeah, and you know, there's, you're right. It's a necessity. They love what they do. They want to get to the NFR and why not? I mean, the money is, I I never compare because it's like apples and oranges. Completely. You know, it's like apples and oranges. We love the sport and we get to work with the best people on Mm -hmm. the planet everywhere from stock contractors to committees to the audience and the the people that just gather, you know, how many good people do you see at the NFR that are, you know, Alex Bregman, the place for the Astros was was at the NFR. Huge rodeo event. You know, Arnold Schwartz. Vince Vaughn yeah. went one day. The actor Vince Vaughn yeah. went with our friend Ryan Growney. Yeah. And I've seen him at Calgary. Big rodeo. Yeah. And and so the, the money is getting better. Yeah. And, and But we, those guys, I think they like the fact that, that the guys are working their asses off for 30 grand a night. Yeah. At the NFR, not two million. I think it. I think it's a healthy thing, mm-hmm. and it pulls fans like that in. Yeah, and as you get, and as more money comes into the picture, it it'll taint the sport. Hopefully, it can all go be going the same direction. And boy, we weren't Flint and I aren't saying right now we don't want people to no, make no, more no. money. We yeah. want the money to be spread around, and and yeah. we want people to make millions if they want. Um. And I bring a, the the word I write down. Other sport references. You you need it in in your job, and I I think it. Not everybody sitting in the crowd is a pure rodeo fan or a pure PBR fan. There's people that are huge uh, football fans that we need to relate to. So I think that provides is pop culture references, money references. You and I have had the discussion a long time that a lot of people think that the rodeo Mark was always, he's won a million dollars in his career. You know? Yeah, I don't, Yeah, I don't talk about that. Cause that's not, there's somebody sitting in the stands going, 
Uh, I went and watched the Patriots the other day. That guy made a million this week. Yeah. You know, for the game. For the game. Yeah. 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 Those, yeah, NBA players, some of them make six, you know, he's not in, uh, he's losing 600,000 a game, you know? Yeah. So I, I, because I, I'm a sports buff, uh, you know, I might say Casey Field won 250,000 in 10 days. Right. That's know, a good reference. NFR, but I don't generally say career earnings because that's not necessarily uh, complimenting our sport. Yeah. Yeah, true. That's a good way to put it. Hmm. Um, what do you, as a rodeo announcer, every, when you, when it's time to turn it on and the lights come up in that two and a half hours, summer, three hours, whatever, what's the goal? What's your goal? My goal is to inform the people that want informed the rancher that just wants to watch the market, he wants to know what's going on and who's up and what they're right. Inform the people that want to be informed. Educate the people that need educating first time, but entertain everybody. That's my goal. Entertainment business. It is. In a, in a sense. Have to, yeah. Yep. This is show business, boy. Benny Butler. Yeah. We're in show, but this is show business, whether you believe it or not, because we've said this a million times, Flint, we're competing. Should I go to George Strait tonight or should I go to the rodeo? Should we go to the movie or should we go to the rodeo this afternoon or tonight at Pleasant Grove, Utah? Should we, you know, uh, the movie, the ballet, you know, what you're competing for entertainment dollars and you want, and now at rodeos and PBRs, you have pyro, you have lasers, you have the big screen, you have music, and it has evolved into uh, becoming entertaining. And even the Cowboys are are becoming more animated. And I love that, that yeah. more and more of them acknowledge the crowd. And, and, uh, I, it, but that's my goal. Yeah. Inform the people that want to be informed, educate the people that need, need to be educated, but entertain everybody. I had a boss that you at the PBR, you say, we are a professional sport wrapped in an almost Broadway show. Yeah. And that's unique to when, when we start comparing, rodeo to other sports that's unique because we're the only sport that has you mm-hmm. in that role hey when i was teaching school and in college i announced football games i never wanted to be a rodeo announcer right but go to a live football game they don't have a you they don't have well this guy da, 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 talking it's yeah first uh, down 10 yeah tommy Vallad on the run a gain of six right brought down by blah 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 third down and four bobcat right that's all. We don't have that. Then you're out, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's very unique in that the way we present our sport is so much different. And it obviously is because we're in the entertainment business. So we can't, it, there's such a line of uh, to teeter selling the Cowboys, but then, yeah. then a guy in my role steps in, hmm. a John Harrison or a Justin Rumford or J.J. Harrison. Then that's such a tradition. Yeah. Of what rodeo is and, too, and thank goodness people like you are there, because and it's our we. I also feel an obligation, because not many people do. Uh, now with with the TV outlets, it's becoming better, but we as rodeo announcers, we're the only marketers for 
our rodeo stars. Mm-hmm. You know, you could say, this guy's been to the national finals rodeo 11 times. He's walked away with the gold buckle three times. And, and right now he's number four in the race for the world title. And all you hope that those people over there, oh, this guy must be pretty good. This guy's good. Yeah. When and, you're at, when you're in Redding, California, right. you're, you got to sell this guy. Right. And, and sometimes for a while, I felt like we were, we had an obligation to market our stars to at least those eight or 10,000 people that were there. Yeah. But now you're marketing because a lot of your audio now goes on Cowboy Channel because they're taking the in arena feed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which a lot of people watching don't, still don't understand. Right. Yeah. That yeah. it's the rodeo announcer that, hey, and that's a, that's another thing. I've, uh, I blew in the face. I've got. Why don't these announcers, when I'm watching on Cowboy Channel, yeah. just quit talking to TV commentating and live event commentating are two completely different. Oh my don't gosh. translate at, at all. Oh, no, it's hard. Uh, but, but you change things a little bit as yeah, an announcer because, yeah. okay, they just watched me, heard me for seven nights in Greeley, Colorado, and 10 days later, I'm four nights in Sheridan, Wyoming, you know, that sort of thing. And yeah. and that gets in your head a little bit. you damn right and, it gets and, in, yes. And, and you go, oh, boy, should I change up my prayer? Yeah, I would, but I can't think of a better one, and I don't think anybody else. You know, people are quick to criticize, but they don't have any solution here's here's an example of what you're talking about the in-house uh, rapid city south dakota last yeah. year um and thank you know the sutton family and thank goodness for christy gnome and all that it's in the the civic center it was in the civic center and i don't know the last time that there was a live audience that i and anou- really announced to you know uh and there were 8,000 people jammed in that civic center. You've been in there a million times. And it was loud and it was festive and it was fun and it was wild. And there were all the world champions there and all the great livestock there. And somebody sitting in his sweats in the recliner said, all this announcer does is yell and bum. Well, let me tell you, yeah, the old adrenaline was going pretty good. Yeah. And it was a great event. And there were people on hanging from the rafters. Oh, and by the way, this ain't for you, guy, in the sweats in your recliner. I'm glad they watch, but they have to understand, too. You don't hear the crap. You don't have the same right. view. Right. I've been very outspoken on behalf yeah. of my colleagues yeah. as well, that you're not getting what's going on. Mm-hmm. I've, I've been through it. Mm-hmm. We've taken, when, when the PBR started, a streaming network and just took the arena feed. Mm-hmm. And you don't get that. There's not mics for the sound of the crowd. And all of a sudden, I started getting social media messages. Why don't you retire? You're doing the same stuff every week. Suddenly, as I put it, suddenly people discovered... George Strait doesn't sing different songs at every night yeah. of his concert. Does he? Weird. Yeah, Amarillo uh, yeah, by no, Does he only do that once a week? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, all of a sudden, and so it's been a it's been a very cool thing. The Cowboy Channel right. taking rodeo to everyone, mm-hmm. but it, it, turn the sound down if that bothers you because because those people. Well, uh, here's what I saw: Cowboy Channel needs to get a different clown and a different announcer. Whoa, 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 whoa. It ain't them. That ain't them. They're hired by the rodeo. I talked to one clown who said he had a rodeo call him and say, well, we're going to get somebody else because the people have seen all your stuff now. 
because they watch on Cowboy Channel. So anyway, yeah. not to get, uh, you know, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a tangent a, a little, but it's yeah, a tough one. The you same guys. thing that makes it good makes it tough yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Um, the <sighs> Superior Montana, remember? I wrote down Superior. What do you mean do that's I remember? That's the first... The first time I had helped Lloyd catch him with some stuff. First rodeo I did was in Superior, Montana. Yeah. You were announcing, and I yeah, have eighty in the summer 85. of eighty-seven. Was it? As yeah. I was out of high school. Oh my gosh! And what, didn't we love going to Superior? We went Montana? there for six, seven years before we ever till nineteen ninety-three. Four, yeah, uh, and oh, uh, man, that was so but, much fun. Oh. You know there. Whatever happens, modern technology-wise or whatever in our job, there still has to be a relationship between, well, now everybody calls it the entertainer. I tell them, be proud of the yeah. title rodeo clown because yeah. you're a rodeo clown. It's good. PBR is not a rodeo. That's why we changed it. It wasn't this big. Well, the entertainer, whatever you are. Right. Rodeo entertainer, rodeo clown. There's got to be a relationship there because the history of it, when I started, there wasn't a microphone. No. I and I fought it. I didn't want one. Right. Because I thought it would take away kind of from that big, it's a big stage. So that animation. Yeah. Yep. There, so there's still, no matter what we do, there's still that yeah, you through get, you thing. The most effective rodeo entertainer is one that that can create a caricature before he he and I chat on the phone or on the on the microphone. Yeah, I think animation, you know, and and Butch Lemkuler was great at that. Butch Lemkuler was one of the best. Keith Isley yeah. is great at that. Is great at that. You, John Harris, all the, the good ones. They they create a character before they even say a word, you yeah. know, and, and uh -huh. I, I think that's you know, I don't know. I, I uh, it is entertainment. It is entertainment. Yeah. And it's in the tradition of a rodeo clown and yeah, it's it's good. Um, the announcer gig is a tough one, mm -hmm. I think. Um, whether it's getting into it or advancing, I think the announcer deal is one of the hardest. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, because there's rodeos, there's a security and a stability for the audience when they come next year. And it's your voice that says, welcome every, welcome you early comers. Yeah. Hope you're, that's your mic. We don't do mic check one, two. We no, just talk. Just and talk. Welcome you early comers. Hey, we got a great yeah. show. There's a stability in the announcer that that's the voice of the rodeo. Mm -hmm. In Clovis, California, Wayne Brooks is the voice. Right. Uh, you're in uh, Livermore, Redding, wherever, you know, yeah. Sheridan, Wyoming. Mm -hmm. Clowns. Okay, we're going to go two years and rotate. Right. Two years and rotate. Right. So there's turnover. And if a new guy comes in, ooh, we're glad there's a new guy. Come here. Yeah. Announcers, it's a tough gig. Same thing that makes it good makes it bad. Yeah. Um, boy, it, t it takes, if you have any prospect of moving on, it takes a long time to get there. You know, um, <sighs> takes a long time to get there. But once you get there and you do them a good job... Then you're, they'll keep you. Then they'll keep you. Yeah. So, you know, there is a comfort to the audience. There's a comfort to the committee that hires you to, um, and 
thank goodness for all the fans in the in the committee. But if, if something as simple as being able to pronounce all the towns in mm. Utah and the, <laughs> and the, or not just Utah but Montana, why wherever you are, you know, it's it's. Uh, uh, just getting used to that and getting to know the sponsors and all that. And then once you get in there, people, the, the committee goes, well, why would we, unless you really screw up, you're probably going to keep your job for a long time. Right. You know, and, but it is tough. And, you know, sadly, sometimes it takes a tragedy to get. That was, you know, it's a long running joke but not a joke well one of those guys at the top's gonna have to die yeah. you know you always say and well, sadly that does uh, well how did yeah. i how did i get to salinas california phil gardenhire died mm-hmm. ian zoop dub dove did it forever and then uh so i went there for the first time in 1999 then when wayne brooks went there instead of me the next year and then zoop dove decided to retire and then so we both ended up there and been there for 21 years ever since you know and then and with our friend and oh i just love him i miss him every day hadley 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 barrett same you know same way and you know one thing hadley taught me too as an announcer, you don't have to sound like if if you master the English language, that isn't a bad thing to present an audience yeah, either. That's right. And, and yeah. he was he and uh, Clem McSpadden bad were. Bad grammar drives me crazy. Oh, I, I don't know. care if we're you cowboys. Get, you get that from your mom. I seen <laughs> I seen it. I seen that. No, you didn't. You saw I have. Uh, this bull hasn't been rode. Ooh, ridden. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah, trust me. It, it's okay. Nothing wrong with. Good grammar. That's right. And and where you use that the to your advantage. And Hadley was the master, one of the masters, was in flag presentations and empty saddles presentations. And he was just a, an orator, you yeah. know. And it was it was good. I learned a lot from that old guy. Speaking of that old guy, yeah. Um, I he amazed me because he changed with the times a little yeah. bit. You know, he yep. evolved because it was a different style well i'll give our dad a little shout out he was of and rightly so especially then times have changed a little never judge a ride never influence the judges by talking during a ride oh look at him spur that horse oh look at look at the great thing during rough stock right uh and you so you got to be careful of that stuff although i think it has changed a bit now but back then it was about the our dad is the announcer kind of ran the production bareback horses your horses are in well i look back now well i know the national anthem's about to start you know but but he ran it all you know two to go steer wrestlers right yeah we wouldn't think about we would think about that but that's how it was and he was always in the greatest part of the greatest state of the greatest country in the world that was still good and about to that when i think back we grew up Within the grand entry, our dad saying, we're in the greatest part of the greatest state of the greatest country in the world, and we're about to watch America's number one sport, the great sport of rodeo. Yeah. Still the greatest opening ever yeah. that nobody has ever stolen. That's right. Except you. No, When I you first know, started, well, I didn't know. The first rodeo I did because Tootie typed <laughs> it up for me. <laughs> That's uh, I still look back and go, that is still, that's never been topped. Yeah. That's, that was, he was right. 
Yeah. Still you is. Were, you could be in Gardner. And you were in the greatest part of the greatest yeah. day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, yeah, I was, I think I probably told you this story. When I was down in the media room at the NFR a couple of years ago. There's Mike Huckabee. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. Mike Huckabee. And he was, he had the biggest smile on his face. You know, he didn't have an entourage. He was just there. And I said, and I went and shook his hand, told him I, I like him. On, you know, he does a good job on Fox News, and he was he was running for president then. Yeah, and uh, I said I didn't know you were a rodeo fan, and he goes, "What's not to love about rodeo?" Yeah, he said, "You stand for the anthem, you pray without apology, and you love America. What's not to love about rodeo?" And I always try, and I've learned use that line a bunch, and he's right. What's not yeah. to love about it? You know what advice he gave me? Tell me. Uh, and we saw him this year, too. And mm-hmm. um, he said, these are your daughters. I said, yeah. He said, put his arm around me. He said, let me give you a little tip. <laughs> if you want to really protect them from certain kinds of boys, run for governor. Because those boys got to go through a lot of security <laughs> to get to your daughter. <laughs> With a pass. <laughs> you know what I would have said? Uh, With a pass like mine, the only office uh, I can hold is president. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, um, you, you know, you talk about, I was thinking about this a minute ago, you know, you talk about before microphones. Let's show them how you used to be before. Hey! Yeah, what? You know, Will, I was walking down the street today. You were walking down the street? <laughs> Today, I was downtown Superior. You were downtown Superior, Montana. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the whole, even the punchline. I know. Afraid you, not. Afraid not. I took that string, that string, he did this. And oh, he, yeah? Yeah. He did the string thing. and was, yeah. 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 I said, you with those other strings. <laughs> afraid not. Yeah. That's how it worked. I know. And I was afraid of a microphone because I had that down. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, right. I was afraid the, it would take away the aura of what rodeo clowns were right. and maybe it has a lot of old guys and, i think it does yeah but you, you have to refine as an announcer too yeah. you know you, you do and oh I, I just love announcing i love my job yeah i'm a lucky guy it's, and now I, I it's hard but what job isn't that's worth it and sometimes is it just a job you know mm-hmm. and I, I had a committee guy one time Say, we were at a production meeting at 3.30 or 4 in the afternoon. Will, do you like coming here? I said, oh, I love coming here. And he goes, well, you should you should do it for free then if you like coming here. And he was about half. He was half kidding. Half. And I leaned over the table and I said, let me tell you, I love my job. And I work hard at it every day. But I said, I'm missing my granddaughter's birthday today. You're paying me. Yeah. You know, that's what the, a lot of people don't get it because I've ne- I haven't celebrated New Year's Eve nope. at my hometown. Fourth of and July when everybody of, else is drinking at, beer. At they think we're well, they think we're drinking beer and eating hot dogs. No, and no. and it's again, we love what we do. I've missed everything. I've missed yeah. Yeah. and you, now it affects me now. Yeah, as I, I, know, I keep I think know. I all for years I kept thinking, yeah, but when they do this, I'll be there. When they're in college rodeo, and here I am, Man. still. And I'll tell you the other day when I was accepting the WPRA award, and Joe Beaver talked to me, and I said, you know, 
I said, I miss dance recitals for my kids and now grandkids. And you miss T-ball games. You miss birthday parties. And God bless them. They're still your biggest fans. And, yeah. and but, boy, it's hard. And, yeah. and, and I think of Jim Nance and Joe Buck. Yeah. I mean, they, they have to do, they, uh, you got me crying. They, they get, uh, they have to spend Thanksgiving in a broadcast Nobody, booth. Yeah. You know, oh, look at that job they're doing. The prep work and the travel on Thanksgiving, on Christmas, on. Uh, I mean, it's just, yeah. but they know what it is going in, you yeah. know, we, yeah. they, they, everybody. And so are there any regrets? No. Do we miss things? Yeah, everybody understands and mostly appreciates what we do. But that's still, you still have to fight your inner self, too. Mm-hmm. You have to fight your inner self. Yeah. Um, I had a, he's still my friend. I just haven't seen him for years. Barry Bales. He plays stand-up bass for Allison Krauss. Oh, man. And he told me one time, he said, I play for free. I get paid to travel. There. There it is. Uh, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of days I'm getting paid to work, too, because yeah. <laughs> my knees hurt. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I, and again, I just love what I yeah. have two jobs that I absolutely love, and I'm probably in the two percentile of people hey, that love what they do. I've told our mother this. I think you're better at radio when I listen to you on the radio. And that's not lessening oh, your... Yeah. But that's a comfort thing for you. The, the radio thing. Just think... We can cuss COVID, and it has taken so much from everybody. Without COVID, you wouldn't be living in Salmon, Idaho, working for a great radio station. Oh. Isn't that weird? How, oh, you know, I... when they say, God's got a plan for everything, there's a reason everything happens, I say, BS. I don't always believe that. Boy. And then I look at you, COVID took everything. I got to keep working some, and I was on a salary, I did... Okay, it took everything from you, but in turn gave you what you're doing now. It was the toughest year. Ask mom and dad. Oh, yeah, I know. Ask, uh, ask Kathy Geyer. Ask my kids, I, people. I was, and it is, ooh, I get emotional, but I went up on a ridge mm-hmm. above the Teton River looking at the cows I was going to have to give up on shares, looking at the tractors that I was going to have to sell, looking at the land that I was going to have to sell. And as much as it is, I missed the money, my job. You know, I asked yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, you woke up with no purpose. And every day you go, you're laying in bed at seven o'clock saying, all right, I'm going to fix it. By nine, you go, I can't. Yeah. I can't. And, and when people come and lecture me about how we should be acting, it that makes I will, me mad. And, and, I, and it's yeah. those people that have signed the back of a check all their life. And that, that up, that's what upsets me. I don't care. Go, wear your mask. Get vaccinated. Whatever it is. But you know what? That was the hardest year. But. But. Yeah. But, so when I was up on that ridge thinking about putting a bullet in my head. I did ask for help because I didn't know what else to do. And two weeks later, I went to the Salmon Stampede. Yeah. I went in, uh, in Salmon, Idaho, and I went and did a little interview at this little radio station on the corner of uh, uh, Shoop Street, Salmon, Idaho, brand new studios. And it was a different person interviewing me that had not been there uh, in the 10 years previous I went and had this interview. And it was a lady about the age of my daughters. And so when I got up, I said, well, where, what happened to 
the other guy, well, he left and, you know, we had, I said, well, who are you? She goes, I own the station. I said, you know what? I always wanted to be a morning guy at a radio station. And she goes, you're hired. <laughs> and that's kind of, and she hands me your card and laughs. I said, don't laugh. I'm calling you in three weeks. I said, be, and uh, I called her in three weeks. The next day I was there and, uh, and thank goodness for them. Rick, our, my friend, friend Rick, Rick Haynes, Haynes yeah. let me live in a, somebody says, boy, you got it all now. Yep. I'm living, I'm 58 years old. I'm living in a 12 by 16, uh, bedroom with my friend for 30 years, but thank goodness I'm here. And, and, and you're right. As hard as 2020 was. 2021 was the greatest. Mm. It just, so I. It does give a, uh, I wouldn't be doing this. Person. I've always wanted to do yeah. this. Yeah. And our friend David, who was just here, he, hey, maybe yeah. it's time we start something here. Yeah. There, yeah, there's, but the, I, I'll, I'll end, end this topic with this. Like you said, do whatever you want, but don't tell us how to feel. Right. Because if you are all in you've never had it all taken away that's right and and yeah it's the entertainment we we in the entertainment business i've talked about it a lot you and i have talked have this thing right here that needs to be filled yeah right wrong or whatever people yeah. that's just why we're in it right when uh, everything shut down, we didn't have anything filling that up, and it was miserable. Uh, it's hard. Made me unjaded about my job. Uh, <laughs> it, yeah, it was hard, and and thank goodness I ended up where I yeah. am, and those people are who they are, and but I, I love it all. I have the best life ever. Yeah. Um. In you talked about what your goal is, as far as educating informing there is something it, the pbr our goal has always been make the cowboys the stars mm -hmm. they the pbr has succeeded in that made the cowboys the stars and the bulls mm -hmm. but it's different because the main tour is 26 stops or 20 this year and it's on tv every week and it's sold as a sport rodeo there's 800 yeah of them Mm -hmm. Now the Cowboy Channel, it helps. But it is a task. I think Casey Field, six-time bareback riding world champion, is one of the greatest champions rodeo has ever seen. Not by the sheer number of championships, but by the type of champion he is. Mm -hmm. You just want more people to know that. You do. Come you here and wait. meet Casey Field. You saw the interview that says, yeah, I'm really excited to this. Uh, back to you guys. It, yeah. it, it's nice. Mm. It would be nice to get to know. Hey. That's how That's how guys become stars. They, he, you're right. And there's a lot of them. In a lot of business. them. I picked one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of them in our, those are the kind of people that would drive 900 miles on a gravel road to help you. They, yeah. they would. Mm -hmm. He went, he was, uh, you know, we have, a, we also, Jesse Davis, remember? Jesse him? Davis. He was like that. He never won a world title, but yeah. he was, he always, not. but the, you know what they did in their spare time? You want to tell the story. 
they went over to the Middle East, spent some time with our troops while they were rehabbing from their yeah, shoulder Yeah, and not injury. enough people know that. Not enough people know Because there's not that regular right. uh, get to know. You know who's working on that is our friend Justin McKee, to his credit. Yeah. He loves doing those personal well, interests, those type of stories. Yeah, and I always wanted to do that. That's mm-hmm. why sometimes I do, or a lot of times, during the podcast that I have, not to bring up mine on no, this, but... I want to tell those stories. I want those people to know they're other than just a, an entertainment object or a piece of meat. These people, you know, they, they used to talk about Trevor Brazil, you know. He's a husband. He's a father. Mm-hmm. He's a man of great faith. And he's the best we've ever known mm-hmm. in that order. Because that's, I believe that's how Trevor Brazil would want mm-hmm. to be known. I yeah. talked to Trevor. He's excited. Yeah. His son's playing basketball. Yeah. Tressen's playing basketball. He likes to rope. We'll see. That was Trevor. We'll see. He likes to rope, but whatever. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah. yeah. But so here's a, here's something needs to be fixed. <laughs> See, I, that, I'm the devil's advocate. That's good. Because that's what I can do that. And I know it's mm-hmm. hard when you're within the organization, but, and this isn't even PRCA, this is NFR. We we want to make our Cowboys stars. Mm-hmm. And our big, our best Cowboy right now, because it says it on the buckle, is Stetson Wright. Mm-hmm. Two of it, an all-around Cowboy in the rough stock. I didn't think it would ever happen again. Again, after Ty Murray. Um, twice at the NFR. He performed after they sent the people home. Hmm. He had re-rides yeah. at the end. And they yeah. sold the rodeo. Yeah. And had him, but our LeBron James, our mm-hmm. performed after they told everybody, game's over, but he's going to go. All for yeah, time. Wait, it's going to take him three minutes to load this mm-hmm. bull. Sell it. Yep. Sell it. Send the people home. He's the best one we have. Right. So to me, you're making Cowboys the stars. That's rhetoric. That's you like leaving uh, a football game when Tom Brady is going into overtime. On the three-yard line. Yeah. 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 yeah There's a salute. And what I'm saying, I and people say, well, you know, they had to bring that bull down. I don't care. Fix it. Yeah. Here's my, I always relate it back, and I'm, Proud of the fact if Jose Vitor Leme, he's always the last guy out because he's number one. Right. And there's been a lot of times a bull run off and he gets a re-ride. Yeah. The greatest people at our job are in place to entertain for three minutes. That's right. That's right. We're yeah. in place. Hey, and- that it would have given the announcers opportunities to give the storyline, build drama to the fact that the number one guy just got a re-ride. Right. Here we go. What's... Anyway. I know. I, I know. Think, and here's something to th- consider. The casinos don't close at 2 a.m. in Las Vegas. It's okay. They'll be there. They'll be there. <laughs> the cafe will still be <laughs> That's open. right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know. And I know there's a lot to it. But now, there is. But now Cowboy Channel doesn't care because they control. It's not a It's not a time slot on that's, CBS. That's right. They, they can do Cowboy they Channel want. do whatever the hell they want. That's right. And that needs to be fixed. That infuriates me. Yeah. You know who was there one of those nights watching the rodeo? Tell me. Ty Murray. Yeah furious couldn't believe it here's the next ty murray possibly Mm -hmm. 
you bucked after a yeah. rodeo. Well, and the reason money. is, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't give me the reason. Yeah. Fix it. That's right. Yeah, they, they got to. They got And it's just like everything else in life. If you want to leave, leave. If you don't want to be there. Leave. But yeah. you know what? This guy's going to go. You yeah. might want to stick around. Yeah. And and they had what, one of the best barrel men in the business there. They have great, the best three announcers. Great announcers, a great yeah. music guy. Everything's Everything. in place. Right. To do that. there's and, and that's just, I hate to say it, that's tradition. And it needs to be I agree. Fixed. Yep. So, I okay. Agree. I like when we have topics. And we've talked about this topic before. And I've had Hall of Famers on this show that we've talked about this before. And I think it's another thing needs to be fixed because I'm a fixer. Okay. I'm a fixer. To get into the Pro Rodeo Hall of Fame, you have to have been a world champion. I think that's wrong. That's true, though, what you're That's saying. one of the criteria mm -hmm. to get into the Pro Rodeo Hall of Fame is that you need to have been a world champion. Are you telling me, Rod Hay who made the NFR 20 mm -hmm. times and never won a world title, isn't a Hall of Famer? Cody DeMoss. Cody DeMoss. 14 times there. Rod Lyman. That's Are right. you telling me if Lisa Lockhart and very well could never win a world title? That break, and it breaks our hearts. It does, her. but it makes her not less of the most... They, people can't warm her up when it comes to being a cowgirl. I know. And they're She's not the Hall of highest... Fame winning uh cowgirl in nfr history history in including charmaine james sherry Servi, christy Pay, all of them she has won more and but she's not a world champion it, but boy she is she can a I, champion can i be an activist to fix that where do i go do i don't I, know I don't i'm know. gonna kent sturman i, know I the talked to <laughs> yeah somebody on that board and I said, that needs to be fixed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Do, do, do. Walk away, never think about it. It's depriving, it's taking away, there are great names. Now, I won't name any name. There's some that shouldn't, that were world champions that are, yeah. I don't think, are Hall yeah, of Famers. That's a tough one. Uh, that's a tough one. Are you in the Hall of Fame? No. <laughs> huh? No. You're not? No. Uh. No, but you know what? And I never really thought about it. I think someday I think I should have a chance to be because I think I I changed how it was done. Yeah, I think I changed how the job you was done. You were an eight and I know, world champion. I, I know that's uh, you're not supposed to say that, but I look back now and go, there was a moment the role changed. Mm -hmm. Expectate. I think I set expectations higher, which I like. That was I always that was always and kind a of a of, goal. A lot of guys of your colleagues have said that publicly. That yeah. you changed the, yeah. But I'm still working, so I, yeah, right. I and it. working for in the eyes of a lot of people in the PRCA, uh, I have heard PBR called. Uh, uh, I got inducted into the Ellensburg Rodeo Hall of Fame, and Rick Cole, a dear friend who uh, got up and talked about me, said, "Well, and Flint now works for a competing organization." Whoa, nope, no, no. I just changed because I did everything I thought I could. So, but a lot of that's the right. What people don't get, well, I don't know if they get it or not. People just like bull riding. They like, they, they like, and they look at bull riding and they don't, I mean, it's, they like 
and they identify either as bull riding or rodeo, same thing or both or, or whatever. whatever. And 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 I think it we help market one another. Hey, you're telling me that somebody who's sitting in a city somewhere watching PBR on TV every week and the rodeo comes to town, they go to the rodeo, right? And right. a lot of people, including. 1,700 people in Shoto, Montana, for the most part, don't know the damn difference. Right. Why are you working the... I, it, it, three years ago. Yeah. Hey, we sure missed you at the 4th of July rodeo here this year. Well, thank you. I haven't worked it since 1993, but I appreciate right. your yeah, concern. We, you know, that's one of the places we miss going. Like, yeah. we were talking about Superior, Montana earlier, you know, in Shoto, Montana. Yeah. When, when, you, when you buy your PRCA card, you know full well that... Um, you're going to give rodeos like that up, you know, yeah. and it, which you don't like, but geez, look, we're, I mean, we're lucky. We're lucky to be where we've oh, yeah. been. And I'm, uh, I am in, in the role doing this, I've taken on a bigger role of analyzing the entertainment business and what it can do to get better. I'm never, definitely never trying to run rodeo down or P PBR does stuff that I don't agree with. Mm -hmm. There's been a lot of changes recently. Nobody asked my opinion and I felt they should have. Mm -hmm. And I've been a little outspoken about that. I've been around a long time. I think I know crowds. I think I know what people respond to. And in this role, I have felt like it's my responsibility that we need somebody to, you know, the hall of fame thing with yeah. pro rodeo, the, the rear rides after nobody it, it, there's a lot of people scared to speak up that somebody right. is going to hurt their career. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I never even thought of that in that bad. I never thought of the hall of fame thing. Maybe I'm narcissistic and thought, well, since I never make it, I, you yeah. know, well, with you guys. Yeah. There's, I, I'll tell you, I, there's a lot of those topics, but those yeah. are the ones that, yeah. that have oh, meant something to me, but yeah. who knows? I, I, you know, I, the rodeo thing, I, I don't get, involved politically as much as maybe I should. Maybe that has hurt me, you know, not being into the deepest, darkest depths of the politics of professional rodeo. That's okay. Yeah. Randy Corley said, well, enjoy your job, provide for your family. That's, yeah. that's what rodeo. That's right. And, and I, luckily I can, and I have, I can provide for my family and I have enjoyed my job and, um, but maybe it, maybe I should take it more serious, but you uh, know what? Now I have a place to go hey. back, back in the, now I get to go back to work Monday morning at 6 a.m. on KSRA radio. KSRA radio. There's an app. Is there an app? Yeah. Stream it live. KSRradio.net. There you KSRA go. KSRA radio. And let me tell you, our mom listens every, every, morning. oh, believe me. I know those people down in Tucson, Arizona, they listen Tallman listens. Wayne Brooks listens. Um, I know. It's crazy. Funny, my, modern technology from Sam and I know. Oh, I know. It. You know the I, Rodeo Roadshow. I, road I show. Call, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I talked to Mark Baird, who's the chairman of the uh, Tucson Rodeo. I said, you got radio stations out there? Yeah, but geez, they're not, you know. Yeah. And, and, you want to hear what the, the, the coffee place is serving up? You and Shirley. I know. There's uh, something good and, about and, it. And, that it. Yeah. And it just, it's... So, like a hug from an old like friend. Like a hug from an old friend. <laughs> um, okay, tell us, before I let you go, give us January, February. People, I know I have a following fan. 
If they were to go to a rodeo somewhere this winter, where would they hear your voice? Chase Hawks, this coming up. Uh, the Bucking Ball in Gillette, Wyoming over New Year's Eve. I get to go there. Montana Circuit Finals a couple of weeks later. Rapid City, Rapid South City, Dakota. In the new arena. In the new arena. that Black Hill Stock Show. Yeah. Rapid, rodeo, Rapid rodeo Rapid City. Rapid City. Yeah. And then uh, get to go spend 12 days or so down at uh, Tucson, La Arizona. Fiesta de los Vaqueros. Yeah, the uh, Party of the Cowboys. Yes. And, uh, oh, that but then a, in the summer, you're... Uh, and then, uh, yeah, Valley City, North Dakota, the North Dakota yep. Winter Show. And let me tell you, it's usually winter. Oh, damn right. <laughs> Valley City. And I always look in the summer. It's those good ones here. Greeley, yeah. Colorado, and your oh. uh, Sheridan and Salinas. And, oh, yeah, yeah. You got some good ones. Redding, California, Cooley City, Washington, Central Point, Oregon, Livermore, California, um, Pleasant Grove, Utah, Greeley, yeah. Sheridan, Big Fork, Montana. Ooh, that's good. That's the uh, next Big Fourth of July rodeo. Oh, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's in I a perfect spot it. of the country. Oh, yeah, I know. On the banks of Lewistown, Montana, Great Falls. Yeah, I just... I, I'm just lucky. Lewiston, I know, Filer, all that. And so it's good. It's a good yeah. life. Well, thank you Although, for doing this, by the way. Oh, no. Thanks. For and me. I do wish we could. I've Two hours. I've, we need two hours. I've considered, though, I'd love to come back and do a rodeo. That yeah. A couple of years ago in Big Fort, Ash Cooper couldn't get across with COVID. Right. And can you come? I said, I can't. Yeah. I don't have a PRCA card, but I would love, that would be fun. Oh my goodness. That big fork rodeo. It is so anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Well, in the words of a famous rodeo announcer, Will Rasmussen, one of the nice guys in the industry. (laughs) (laughs) One of the good guys. I got it. We good. You know what? No, that's a good one. I want to, I want to, I want to be in parting. Yes. I'm with you. Great thing that I learned from Hadley Barrett. Bob Tolman's like this too. It wouldn't matter. He didn't know everybody that walked up to him. He knew very few. But the gift that he had was when people walked away from him, they felt better than when they walked up to him. And doggone it, if more people gave, you know, would give more than they took, it, we'd all be better off. So, Well, thanks for doing We could go another hour. We could. I love it. Thanks for yeah. letting me on. Thanks, buddy. You bet.